Hello, friends, brothers and sisters in Christ, blessings and love of God to all the fellow servants of Jesus Christ. God bless. My name is Jane Parrott and I am glad to be here another day because God made the way hallelujah i would like to just share some scriptures today on bravery courage temperance and arising unto the occasion so these will just be some scriptures on being courageous, being brave, having temperance, and arising. Welcome to a heart for God and what he wants for us. Uh, I would like to come first from Deuteronomy 31 and 6, one of our favorite scriptures, yes, about courage, how God wants us to have courage. It says, be strong. And of a good courage. It's that bad courage. It's a good courage. Fear not. Nor be afraid of them. And it got them little two dots there. I know what that means. It's explanation. Let me tell you why. You, don't, you, you should have good courage. And be not afraid. Of them. Why? For the Lord thy God. He. It is that doeth go with thee. Semicolon. Right. Think about that. That means go back. Think about that for one second. Say for the Lord thy God. Comma. He. It is that doeth go with thee. Let us say your mama, sister, brother, other cousin, daddy, husband, wife, children. It says he that doeth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Isn't that good? God will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Deuteronomy 31 and 70. It says, And Moses called unto Joshua, and said unto him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and of a good courage. Let me tell you why. For thou must go with this people unto the land which the Lord has sworn unto their fathers to give them. And thou shalt cause them to inherit. Thou shalt cause them. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. You're going you're gonna to make it happen for them. But he told him first, this is what you got to do. You got to, hey, hey, Joshua, Moses talking, saying, yeah, you got to be strong and of good courage if you want to take these people over this land that uh, the Lord has uh, sworn to give them. You got to be strong. And then if you, be, if you do all of that, then you shall cause them. Hallelujah. You're going to help them to inherit it. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 31 and 23. And he gave Joshua, the son of Nun, a charge. And said, Be strong and of good courage, for thou shalt bring the children of Israel into the land which I swear unto them, and I will be with thee. Isn't that something how God... He has to take you back again and again. Sometimes he has to say the same things over and over. Maybe in a, in a, in a different um, perspective. But he is saying the same thing over and over until you finally get it in your heart. And get it in your soul. And hallelujah. So yes, sometimes God has to. Take us there to remind us 
This is what you need to do. Hallelujah. If you want to get over. Joshua 1 and 6. Here we go again. Be strong and of a good courage. And let me tell you why. Those two little dots. For unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear. There you go, swear again. <laughs> he said it again, but in different perspective. Unto their fathers to give them. Kept telling Joshua. So he God was encouraging Joshua. Hallelujah. This is what you got to do. If you want to get where you got to go. Hallelujah. He wanted him to follow this command. Because this was the only way that he was going to be able to help Israel. To get where God wanted them to be. To inherit the land. And then he had to come back. And Joshua 1 and 9. After he came back from Joshua 1 and 6. He said something else like it again. He said. In other words. Joshua. Have I not commanded thee. He put a question mark. Have not I commanded thee. I have already. Look. I've been trying to really encourage you with this he told him again well hold on he put a question mark then he said be strong and have a good courage then he said with a semicolon again then he told him joshua you being afraid here i gotta tell you i gotta remind you you i gotta tell you you, you can't go in this with fear then he told him be then he told him be not afraid Neither be thou neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee wheresoever thou goest. Joshua 1 and 9. God came back and gave Joshua another time that he had to talk to Joshua again. After he had just actually came back from Joshua 1 and 6 and told him. Be strong and of good courage. He had to tell him again. <laughs> Pay attention. Hello. I've been talking. I got to tell you. Have not I commanded thee? He asked him a question. Joshua. Knock, knock. Have not I commanded thee? He told him, be strong and of a good courage. Then he told him, be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. That means don't hold your head down. Don't. Don't. Be without hope. Don't be in despair. For the Lord thy God is with thee wheresoever thou goest. So then he gave him an assurance. Wheresoever thou goest. Hallelujah. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Father of mercies and the God. Of all comfort, who comforted us in all our tribulations, that we may be able to comfort them which are in trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Second Corinthians 1 3 through 4. God was letting us know, even though we're going through, He wants to be. Uh, encouraging one another through our tribulations, the same comfort that we, God has comforted us, there will be comfort to our sisters and brothers in Christ. Others that are going through, that they may be able to get through this the same way we got through it. Hallelujah. I would also like to go to Mark 6 49 through 50. Say, but when they saw him walking upon the sea, they supposed it had been a spirit and cried out, for all saw him and were troubled. And immediately he talked with them and said unto them, Be of good courage. It is I. Be not afraid. See, this guy always saying, Be not afraid when he's encouraging your heart. And your spirit, 
your, your soul. He's always telling you, look, realize I'm going to be with you like he told Joshua. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You know, in other words, realize it's me. I'm here. I, I will be with you. So just be of good cheer. It is I. Yes, he had to let the disciples know. But they thought it was something else was going on here. And they couldn't figure they can they can figure this thing. I was they was confused. But then Jesus he assured them. Don't worry, in other words. It is I. It is I. So you can be of this good cheer. It is I. Hallelujah. Psalms 56, 3-4. It said, What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee, and God, I will praise his word. And God, I have put my trust. Semicolon. But hold on there. Back up a minute. I put my trust. And who? The president? No. Uh, and my job, no. Um, and the system, no. I have put my trust in God. Then it say, I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. But in order not to fear, you got to put your trust in God. And so that's what David was saying. He said, I, I, when I feel like this fear is coming on me, this is when I'm going to trust in that God. And say, God, I, then I'm going to praise his word. Yes, in other words, I'm going to recognize his word. What he said, I'm going to stand on his word. And put my trust in him. Because I know I don't have to fear what flesh can do because I know who's in control. And when you know who's in control, you can step back and just let God do his thing. You ain't got to worry about nothing. Because God said, uh, I will be with you. I will be with you through the floods, uh, through the waters. I will be with you. I will walk with you through the fire. So, David knew who he could put his trust in because he saw all his wonderful works he had done. All the times he brought him out. All the victories that him and God won. He knew that God had it all in control in his hand. And flesh couldn't really do anything but so much. But it really couldn't do anything unless uh, he knew that God was in control. Isaiah 12 and 2. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He has also become my salvation. He is the one that I trust in. He is the one that save, will save me. That's what Isaiah know. He was the one that's going to save me. I will trust and not be afraid. For I know who's going to save me. He is my strength. He is the one that's going to take me through. And he is my song. He is my melody. He is become. He is also is become my salvation. So Isaiah knew who to hold on to. Because he knew that God in him that he was going to be able to save him out of whatever he knew that God was his salvation he was his strength <sighs> Proverbs 28 and 1 the wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Isaiah 41 and 10. Fear thou not, 
for I am with thee. He always told his men of God, the men of God, he always told them that I always assure his servants, his children, people that he loved, that love him. He always gives them that rest, that blessed assurance, that rest assurance. He always gives them. For I am with thee. I never leave you nor forsake you. Be not dismayed. Don't let nobody wipe a smile off your face. <laughs> my God, my God. For I am thy God. They got personal right there. I will strengthen thee. It didn't say that something else will strengthen thee. He said, I. I'm going to do this thing. Just wait on me. I'm going to do this. For sure. I will strengthen thee. I will help thee. That's a promise. Yay. Yes. That's just an old term of yes. Yay. Yes. Yes. Truly. That means truly. I'm, no, there ain't no joke about this. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Mm -hmm. I love God's right hand. Powerful. Isaiah 41, 13. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee. There you go again. Fear not. Fear not. You don't got to fear. Fear not. Don't fear nothing. Don't fear nothing. I will help thee. Hallelujah. That's another promise. Ephesians 6 and 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now, this is something that you got to do. You got to come to this perspective. I'm going to be strong because God is telling me to be strong in him and his might. That means my faith in him got to be strong. And this is a decision. Finally, you are coming to a decision. Finally, you are coming to a choice. Finally. I'm here. Finally. Finally. Come on, brother. You know, this is it. You got to do this. You, you got to stand up, brother. You got to be strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. And in the power of his might. God is mighty. Almighty. That means tough, my Lord. Uh, John 14, 27. He said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as this world given. Give I unto you. Let. Oh, he's telling us something that you got to do. Let not your heart be troubled. You can't let it. You can't let it be confused. You can't let it be mixed up. He's telling you, don't let it. Neither let it be afraid. So God has given, the Lord Jesus was given a, a, a charge. He was telling us, you, this is something you got to do this. I'm going to give you some peace that this world can't give you, but you have to make, you have to make up your mind. You have to Come to this conclusion. I will not be troubled. Not today. I will not be afraid. Not today. So it's something that you. Have to come. In that conclusion of the matter. You got to come down to that to say. You got to pick what you want. Pick this or pick that. I will pick peace today. The peace of God. Because I know this world cannot give the peace of God. Only if in God's word is his peace. Only in him is this peace. Hallelujah. 
which the world cannot give. So God's telling us, you got to do this. You have to make up in your mind. I will not be troubled today. I will not be afraid today. Why? Because God gives me peace. I'm leaning on him. Hallelujah. Okay. Joshua 10 and 8. And the Lord said unto Joshua. Oh, we're back to Joshua again. He said, fear them not. Fear them not. Let me tell you why. The two dots. This explanation time. Let me tell you. Guess what? For I have delivered them into thine hand. Semicolon. Think about that. You ain't got to fear them. Because I didn't already work this out. My Lord. I already worked this out. For I have delivered them into thine hand. There shall not a man of them stand before thee. When God has worked it out, can nobody stand against God? Can nobody change what God is doing? Or what he has already have done? Hallelujah. Romans 8 and 20. And we know that all things work together for Good to them that love God. If you're in love with God today, it's working for your good. All things are working for your good. To them who are called according to his purpose. Are you called according to God's purpose? Is there a purpose God is using you? Then if you are, then believe me, all things are going to be good for you. Hallelujah. God says it's going to be good for you. Whatever you're going through, it's going to be good for you. There's going to be a good end for you. Hallelujah. There's going to be something good coming out of this for you. It's going to be something good coming out of this for you. My Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So hold on. Something that's good is going to come out of this for you. Hallelujah. But you got to hold on. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, Hebrews 13 and 6. So that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. And I will not fear what man shall do unto me. When you know God is on the rescue, what you got to worry about? Not much. When you know where your help is coming from, you ain't got to worry about tomorrow. Because you know who holds tomorrow. Hallelujah. You know man don't hold tomorrow. Because if man hold tomorrow. We don't know what can be happening. But when God is hold tomorrow. You got a promise. Hallelujah. He's going to come through. He's going to help you. We say the Holy Ghost is the comforter. Comforter means helper. My Lord. So we may boldly say. We got to boldly say. That means don't be afraid to say it. When you're bold, you're not afraid of nothing. You are fearless. That means you have courage. My Lord is certain you got bravery. When you can boldly say, bravely, the Lord is my helper. And say it with that conviction. You're saying it with that um, uh, strength. You're saying it strongly, strongly, and you know that the Lord is your helper. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. There has no temptation taking you. Now we're going to go into uh, temperance. There has no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. We can know that God is faithful. He never goes back on anything that he has said that he would do. 
He is faithful. You see it in the sun every day. You see it in the night when the moon arises. You see it in the water you drink. You have water supply. You see it. He never lies. That means he is faithful to you. Who will not suffer you to be tempted. He ain't going to let this happen above that you are able. He knows what you are able to conquer. He's, you know why he says that? Because he knows that you are a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. In him. Through Christ Jesus who loves you. You are more than a conqueror. My God. So he knows that you're going to be able as long as you stay with him. And you will be able to get over this. Because he will help you. He said, he told you what to do. He said, be of good cheer. For I have overcome the world. So when you learn how to follow in the steps of which Jesus followed. Then you will be able to get where you need to go. Hallelujah. You won't be tempted above that. You will be able because you're remembering what Father God told you what to do and how to do it. Hallelujah. But will with the temptation also make a way of escape. Just like God made a way for Jesus to escape when he was in the, uh, uh, had to face his temptation. God made a way of escape. He said, thou shalt not live by bread alone, he told the devil, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Then he said, thou shalt serve the Lord. Then he said, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and only him shall thy serve. So those were the ways of escape. And by him saying those things, what he said, it made a way. It made a way for him to get out. Hallelujah! God made a way for him by him saying what was written. For he said, "It is written," and that's the way we got to say, "It is written." The Lord said. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. The Lord said, and etc. on and on. But will with the temptation also make a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it. Jesus was able to bear it because he stood on what was written in the word of God. He bared it. Then it's the angels came. God sent the angels to come and um, help him. They helped him. They, they took charge after this was over because he was weak. And so, but God helped him to bear it. Hallelujah. Let's move on. Matthew 10, 16 through 20. He said, Behold, I send you as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise. Okay, this is the temperance of learning how to be in control. So we learn how to be in control with the temptation because we went to the word of God. Now we're learning how to be in control through wisdom. But he's telling you then you got after you learn how to control, uh, 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 be wise as serpents. Because a serpent is wise. That's why I preferred it because he's wise. But then it's tell, uh, telling you, then you got to be harmless as doves. You can't come like no charging, raving animal. You got to be gentle, humble, humble spirit. But you got to know what you're talking about. A wise person normally knows what they're talking about. They ain't talking no foolish, stupid stuff. They know what they're talking about. But then say, be aware of men. Let me tell you why. God was saying, be aware of men. Because they will deliver you up into the councils. They will scourge you in their synagogues. And ye shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake. For a testimony. 
against them and the Gentiles. But when the, they deliver you up, take no thought how or what ye shall speak. For it shall be given you in that same hour what ye shall speak. For it is not ye that speak, but the Spirit of your Father which speaketh in you. Hallelujah. We like to go back to Isaiah 41 and 6. The book of Isaiah again. You know, it says, um, They helped everyone his neighbor. Semicolon. And everyone said to his brother, Be of good courage. Hallelujah. So, yeah, that was talking about one of the courage scriptures I missed. But you can also read on that uh, later time if you like. Um, it's talking about the courage. He encouraged his brother. Said everyone said to everyone, they helped everyone his neighbor. Okay, it's good to help your neighbor. And everyone said to his brother. Then they were going to their brother, their family, telling them they was encouraging their family and they was encouraging their neighbors. It was helping their neighbors. Hallelujah. Okay. We go to some of the scriptures will be a little mixed up at this moment because uh, they were not chronologically um, in order. So bear with me. Uh, Exodus 14 and 13. It say, And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. Which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today. Ye shall see them again. No more hereafter. Hallelujah. So God wants uh, for the temperance. We like to go of Galatians 5 and 23. So it talks about meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. So we know. God gentleness and self-control. So God wants us to have gentleness and self-control. Knowing how to bring this man under subjection. This, this uh, old man under subjection. Hallelujah. And then... um. 1 Corinthians 9 and 27. It says, But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. So in other words, I practice whatever I'm telling someone else to do. But if I don't keep this body with temperance, self-control, then I would not be able to tell others. Because then I'll find myself doing things that I know I shouldn't be doing. So, uh, and then what I've, I've been trying to, uh, for as a man to practice, I wouldn't be a, a one that was doing what I say that I, I know that I should be doing. So, we got to keep this body under. That's what I said. Keep it under. Don't let it rise up, my Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We like to go to Titus 2 and 12. It says, Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly, in this present world. So letting us know. That we. That this is what the Bible teaches us. It teaches us to deny. What is ungodly. It teaches us to deny worldly lusts. It teaches us to be. Uh, to live sober. It teaches us righteousness. And it teaches us to be godly. In this world that we're in. Right now. And then um, it says, Second um, Peter one and six, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness. 
So that's just how it works. So you got to be uh, with self-control before you can learn how to be patient. Because you can't work patience if you don't know how to, if you're out of order. You can't work patience. No way. Patience will not have us perfect work if you do not have temperance. And then, if you want to be godly, you got to have patience. You got to know how to wait for things to come into fruition or to happen. So that you can walk with this godly mind. You know, because it takes patience to walk with a godly mind, to be godly. To have godliness, you got to have patience. So that's what God is saying. You got to be patient about this thing. Walking with God is a patient walk. My Lord. Mm-mm-mm. God is good. Thank you, Lord, for that word. Galatians 5, 22 through 25. But the fruit of the Spirit is, what is it? Love. Ooh, I like that. Love. That's the first one that was written. Love. And then all the other ones follow. But without love, God was saying in that 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 uh, scripture about love. You say, if I have the gift of prophecy, I've have these tongues and I burn my body up and all this stuff I do but have not that one thing love all that stuff don't mean a thing it's it's just something but when love but when love is the motivation of it all then everything else will comply with love in other words, joy works through love. When you're really in love, you feel happy. You feel happy. When you're in love, when you have love, then you will be peaceful. When you have love, then you know how to deal with things and stuff. When you have love, you can be gentle. You come with the humble spirit. You gentle person. Understanding. When you have love, you can come with goodness. You can come with goodness. You can be good. When you have love, you can walk. You can have that faith to believe. Everything works under the venue are under the menu of love. There are also 23. Meekness. Temperance. Against such there is no law. 24. And they that are crisis have crucified the flesh. With the affections and lusts. If we live in the spirit. Let us also walk in the spirit. Hallelujah. So we have not just live. This life in the spirit. But we also have to. Our lives have to. Be an example. We have to walk. When you walk. When you walk. In the spirit. Then. You will. Be able to show others. The life of what living in the spirit is. Your life will be a reflection of Jesus Christ but you got to walk you got to live but you also got to walk so it's an everyday thing walking is every day walk walk when you walk and me you're continuing something you're walking I'm walking I'm walking that means I'm doing this this is what I do I'm not just a talker every day but I'm a doer So to live is also to walk. So if we want to live, we got to walk also. Proverbs 25, 16. Has thou found honey? 
eat so much as it is sufficient for thee, lest thou be filled therewith and vomit it. You got to have temperance when it comes to different things. Because Solomon was saying, you may have a lot of honey, but don't overdo it. Because you eat too much of something, and what will happen to you? It's telling you, if you indulge too much in something, something can seriously happen to you, and you don't want to do that. So if you just had a, a, like one cup of lemonade, or maybe two, it's sufficient. It filled you up. Don't go trying to drink uh, uh, three more because your belly man be, can hold all of all of that, and it will make you uncomfortable, and likely you will get uh, stomach problems later, and you'll probably want to vomit it up. So, in other words, I'm just telling you: eat as much as you need. Don't overdo anything. That's self-control, my lord. That's part of. That's what we gotta have self-control, even in our eating. That's what he was saying. And what whatever we do, we have to have self-control about it. Whatever we do, we have to have self-control about it, especially concerning godly things. We have to have self-control about it. How we treat our neighbors. How we treat our children. How we treat our wife. How we treat our husband. How we treat our family. How we treat and do things. Period. We got to know how to control it. Our anger. We got to know how to control it. All them things have to be controlled. Hallelujah. Romans 12, 1-2. I beseech ye therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. That's what God expects of us. And be not conformed to this world, but ye, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that your mind be changed, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And you're going to show forth what's going on with you by your, the renewing of your mind. You may, you're going to be able to prove this, what is good, by your mind being transformed and renewed. Hallelujah. And then it says, um, 14, But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. So if you don't want this flesh to, to go off the rock and not be temperate or out of self-control or, or self-discipline, uh, then you are going to have to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. So and then it's telling you what you're going to have to do. Don't make no provision for this flesh. Don't allow it to take over. Don't allow... Bring it under control because it will try to take over to fulfill the lust. It wants to fulfill a lust. So you got to let the Spirit of God. So yes, we would like to talk about arising to the occasions. We want to arise because God wants us to arise. Hallelujah. We be coming from... Um, Philippians 3 and 20 through 21. It says, Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith, my God, and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. That is our helmet. Hope is our helmet. That's what's going to protect our mind. Is having hope. The hope of salvation. And you got salvation. You are saved. You got hope. Hallelujah. And then it says putting on the breastplate of faith and love. 
faith is what will protect your heart and love. You got to be walking in love. If you're not walking in love, you're not walking. And you're not having that faith, you sure ain't walking. Because it says we walk by faith. Hallelujah. And not by sight. Galatians 6, 7 through 8. For our conversation is in heaven. For whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body. I mean shaggedy, raggedy body. That it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body. Beautiful body. A lovely body. According to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. Hallelujah. We like to go to um, Isaiah 60 and 1. It says, Arise! Comma, shine, semicolon, for the light is come. So it's telling you to rise, then to shine. Think about that. I got to shine. For this light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Hallelujah. The glory of the Lord is come upon thee. It's time to shine. Hallelujah. It's come. It's here. Luke 15 and 18. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. Hallelujah. So we know about the prodigal son. He decided, I will arise. That's a decision that he had to come to, to go to his father. So that's the only way we're going to arise, by making a decision. A choice to get up from there and go to our Father, Lord Jesus Christ. So that we may talk to him and tell him what is going on, what we have done. Hallelujah. That he may pardon us and help us in the time of our need. I'd like to go to Micah 2 and 10. It says, Arise ye and depart, for this is not your rest. Because it is polluted, it shall destroy you, even with a sore destruction. Hallelujah. So we got to rise from that which is not like God. Because the th thing that's not like God is polluted. And what is polluted will mess you up. Amen. I would like to go to uh, Isaiah 52, 1. It says, Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion, put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city, for henceforth there shall no more come into thee the uncircumcised and unclean. Hallelujah. Two, shake thyself from the dust, arise, sit down, O Jerusalem, loose thyself, Shantios. Loose thyself from the bands of thy neck, O captive daughter of Zion. For thus said the Lord, three, ye have sold yourselves for naught, and ye shall be redeemed without money. For thus said the Lord God, my people went down aforetime into Egypt to sojourn there, and the Assyrian oppressed them without cause. Five. Now therefore, what have I here? Said the Lord, that my people is taken away for not. They that rule over them make them how, said the Lord. And my name continually every day is blasphemed. Therefore, my people shall know my name. Who shall know your name? My people. Therefore, they shall know in that day that I am he that does speak. Behold, it is I. So the people of God is going to know who God's name is. They're going to know how powerful this name is. They're going to know the ability of this name. They're going to know what lies beneath this name. Hallelujah. And that is all for today. 
I praise God that you could come and join me on another journey. I thank God that what he has done and what has been said for our spirits, our souls today. Just keep looking up to God and know that he's in your corner and he loves you and he wants the best for you. And he wants to see you rejoicing. He wants to see you happy. So keep on moving for God. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And may God bless you on this wonderful night. I will have an update of the children's videos, which will be done by the end of this month, Lord's willing. So have a blessed day. And keep on looking to the Lord. Because He'll be always there waiting for you. In Jesus' name. Bye. And have a wonderful night. Keep the Lord before you. Amen.